Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Board Breakdown podcast, an opposition preview show with Johnny, Dana and Tom and our guest for the day, Ben from the Tyler End, who is here to give us a perspective on Borough's game against Redden at the select car lease. And oh, look, it's the Madstad, the Medeski Stadium on Saturday. Um, but before we we start, I just want to know how you're all feeling um, and, and how, how are you feeling in three words. So, Tom, how are you feeling in three words at the minute? I'm, I'm going to use the same three words that I used for the uh, the one we did with the Shoreham view last week, need a win. Like, I, I thought it was coming last night against Stoke and then, you know, we just let it slip in the last minute. But it can't take away from the fact that we played some great stuff and especially last night. I think it would just calm quite a few nerves if we could get that first win of the season. So, yeah, we're definitely going there on Saturday, knowing that uh, you know we need the the three points to really kick things off. Dana, I would say something very similar. I'm going to go itching for a win um, because I think obviously, as as Tom said, there we do need to calm the nerves down a little bit. Borough Twitter is going into complete not a meltdown um, given the fact that we haven't won yet, but. Yeah, hopefully we can get the win soon, and hopefully it's on Saturday. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> um, ben, how are you feeling in three words? I'm assuming you're on a high from from last night's win. I mean, honestly, it was uh, <clears throat> huge shot last night. To, to, you know, great to have the response, but quite an emphatic performance from us. And yeah, you know, I was telling you guys off air, it was it was probably the best game I've seen in in sort of three four years, uh, be at home or away. To be honest. So, um, yeah, delighted, surprised, optimistic for once as well as a Redden fan. So, uh, fingers crossed we're on the way up this time. Yeah, it was a big win, a big win as well. Um, and and I think for, for me, it's going to be, I am good. Um, I, was, I was adamant that Borough, <laughs> I, I, was, I could not believe Borough uh, last night let a win slip just from our grasp. We dominated the game and came away with just a point, but... Uh, let's let's move on because uh, Dana um, will kick things off with you around around Redden. Yeah, Ben, I just want to kind of ask you what your assessment's been so far this season. Obviously, it's it's very early days, but eight in the league, two wins, two losses out of the cup. I think every Championship club is. To be fair, um, how have you sort of how you've been feeling about Reading's start to the season so far? Um, I think the term emotional roller coaster is overused in football, but really that's that's kind of summed us up in in four league games. Really, we we obviously you know went into the season 
Um, with all due respect to, to Blackpool, very, very optimistic about, about picking up some points there in the first game. Didn't show up first 45 minutes, you know, a little bit more uh, composed in the in the second 45. Um, we then uh, have a situation where we, we have to come behind, which we, we don't normally do against Cardiff at home the next week. Uh, get, you know, knocked out of the cup by a very good Stevenage side on the night. Um, an absolute hell show of a, of a performance against Rotherham on, on Saturday, which, you know, before the game, I said I'd, I'd settle for a draw based on, on where we are with the players we've got available. Um, and obviously, we couldn't have been further from it, really. Four goals in in 45 minutes was just, uh, you know, again, shambolic, really. Um, and then to have last night where it was, you know, we were looking for some sort of reaction. Again, keeping a clean sheet would have been good. I mean, start of the game, I said, you know, to, to our guys, look, we'll settle or I'll settle for not conceding in the first 10 minutes, which is pretty much what we've done in every game of the season. Um, and we didn't. And we went on to, to be, you know, very, very strong across the across the pitch. Um, so it, it, it's literally been up and down, you know, to sit eighth is, you know, it's probably the highest we've been for sort of three or four years as well. Um, I know that obviously won't continue because it's very early days, but we, we've 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 yet to settle into a rhythm. And and realistically, you don't know, you know, as, as any Reading fans, and for you guys as well, you don't know what kind of Reading you're going to get on on Saturday. Um, it's very very difficult to predict which which team will turn up. But the, the key thing now is getting consistency from the group and, and trying <clears> to move that forward and and ultimately achieve our main aim, which is which is to stay in the division this season. I was going to say, I hope the Rotherham Reading turns up, to be honest. For for all we say, we need a win. Uh, speaking of staying in the division, Paul Ince obviously took over last season, managed to keep you in the division. How is he doing uh, at the moment and thoughts on the signings he's made this summer? It's, it's very, very difficult to assess because, it, you know, he came in uh, sort of February time, probably you know, it, it was deemed to be sort of interim manager, you know, caretaker sort of stuff. Um and and it was it was probably in, in my thirty years of of, of watching Red in thirty plus years. I know I don't look old enough, but but I am, trust me. Um <laughs> it was probably the lowest I'd seen us at, off the pitch, on the pitch, everything. The the club was you know, we were rock bottom really. Um and the only thing that was that was really kind of keeping us going was the fact we weren't actually bottom of the table, but everything else was it was just nothing. Um, so, it, you know, he came in with a shell of a team, really dysfunctional all over the place. And, and I say kept us up, but we, st- we stayed 21st for about four or five months and didn't move. But that was that was the end result, really. We, that's where we needed to stay and, and stay up. This season, you know, obviously it's it's very, very difficult to be critical of the EFL because the club's been mishandled for a long period of time. But, you know, our hands have been very, very much tied in the, in the, in the transfer market. I think between him and Mark Bowen and, and a guy called Brian Carey, who's come in from having spent six or seven years at Spurs, they've done a very, very good job to get the players that they've that, that we've got in, whether that's you know one-year deals, uh, on loan, whatever it is. Um, it, it, it's difficult to judge him. Um, I was I, I interviewed him last week for the Supporters Trust, and he said all the right things. You know, very, very clear in his expectations of the team but then obviously we turn in a performance like we did on on Saturday so it, it's very very difficult to assess him um I think he's been unfairly written off by by lots of the media personally um I, I like him I like the way he talks he's, he's very hard hitting he knows exactly 
uh, what to say to, to to get the fan base going. Um, obviously, still got his detractors because he was out of work for sort of seven or eight years, uh, and he wouldn't have been first on on anyone's list really. Not you know, let alone Reading fans, but anyone in the industry would have would not have picked him to be our, our new manager. So you know, he, the team is showing signs of resilience under under Ince and. You know, last night was a perfect example of that. You know, whether he fired them up, whether the players did it themselves, I'm not sure. Um, I don't think any any Reading fan really cares at the moment. But he's certainly not. He's certainly not going to be the long term solution to to what we need. But if he can keep us in the division this season, um, and and ultimately see out the season as our manager, then he and then he would have have done probably more than a lot of Reading fans would have expected him to do. Really. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Just going on to uh, to one of the signings. Uh, probably one of our not-so-favorite pastimes from last year, talking about Joe Lumley. How's he been so far? <laughs> So obviously we, there was there was quite a big I don't know, I don't know if you can have a negative fanfare but there was there was a lot of that in the summer when he joined and you know we saw some of the compilations that that you guys had, had put together and and other Middlesbrough fans are basically saying like he's yeah stay well clear but but he's come in um, pre-season he looked very very good obviously it's pre-season so it's difficult to tell but he looked like he settled in well. Um, you know, communicated really clearly, was able to organise the, the fairly consistent defence that he had in front of him. First couple of games, not a problem, you know, very, very straightforward, sort of, you know, coming in six or seven on the player ratings, really, sort of very average. 
um, average Joe, if you like. And then, you know, Rotherham, we get the situation where it was just a horror show for him and it, his head just went completely. Um, you know, you saw the, I can't remember if it was second or third goal, the shot from Lindsay that went underneath his body is, it's just basic goalkeeping. And and I think the, the, the panic for Reading fans was that obviously we'd seen the stuff that he'd done for you guys um, and he just collapsed. Whereas, you know, last night he came out, to be fair, the fans backed him or most fans backed him, you know, a lot of support there, made a cracking save at, at 1-0 to to deny Blackburn, which, which you know, potentially could have been a bit of a problem if they'd equalised at that point in the game. Um, and he, he was he was solid last night. So a little bit like Reading, you don't know what, what Joe Lumley you're going to get and we're only sort of four games into the season. Um, I think the problem for him is that because there was so, his, his mistakes were so well highlighted by, um, you know, your fan base, it, 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 it's put the creepers into ours and, and, and I think he, he needs to get a solid situation where he's in performance now in terms of getting this consistency. Obviously, he won't feature on Saturday. Uh, we've got a, a, a Australian guy come in and, and we'll take his place for that game. Now, whether or not he keeps his place after that, who knows? But, you know, it was, it was a big call for for Paul Lintz to keep Lumley in last night. And, and to his credit and to, to both their credit, it worked. Yeah, I think I think with Lumley, like he will have a game where he'll be outstanding, and then he'll just put in a performance like he did at Reading. And you just think, oh my god, like what on earth is this? Like he's so like it's so by like bipolar, really. It's like it's just one one end he's great, one end he's just horrendous, and it's uh it's very difficult to judge him. I think, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of discussion around him, especially on like your podcast and your pages and all your fan groups. I think Joe Lumley's going to be on a on a, on a number of conversations probably throughout the season, but. The the question I kind of want to ask you, um, Ben, is what does what does success look like for Reading this year? Because you know, obviously, you've you've been saying there twenty first um, throughout the season, uh, throughout last season, um, it's been really difficult off the field as well. But what what do you think the success looks like this year? So the, the general consensus will be staying staying up. That that will be you know yeah. we, we just almost got the hashtag trending a couple of weeks ago with the three worst teams hashtag because that's all we need right now we need three <laughs> worst teams and staying in the division you know for me personally I our, our academy has has always been um, kind of lauded really um, we've we've re- that's not the case now because we've lost our category one status which is a whole separate issue altogether um, but but it's been underused we haven't really had the players break through that we'd we'd want and I, we need to get this balance now of of kind of staying in the division but bringing through those younger players to be able to kind of build some sort of legacy and some sort of foundation to move forward because we can't you know as a football club we can't keep flirting with relegation we can't keep sort of getting in there by the skin of our teeth and and I also contradict myself, but hoping for three worst teams like we did last year. We we got lucky. We got really lucky last year because you know points deduction to Derby and, and Barnsley weren't great, and obviously Peterborough too. So we have to we have to stay in this league with the players we've got. We've got to try and keep them fit and keep a consistent group together because I think the average age of our bench sort of last night and, and against Rotherham was like twelve or something. It was just absolutely absurd. <laughs> Um, so it's it, it you know the, the ultimate success is is staying up. Mid table would would look like absolute glory days for us this season. Um, and it's it's not all doom and gloom because we've got some good young players, but <clears throat> they're not they're not ready to to go in the sharp end of the championship as as with many clubs really. Um, we, we've just got to be you know sensible with the restrictions. We've just got to take our medicine and, and move on from it and and see where we are next season. And I think. 
as long as we can stay in the championship, you, you'll probably see quite a big overhaul of, of the club from, from top to bottom um, the next pre-season, really. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. What? But ultimately, it's, it's, it's staying in the league. Where do you think where do you think you'll end up if you had a gun to your head? Where do you think you'll end up? Um, well, I've I've predicted consistently 19, so I'm going to go with 19 because it gives us a little bit of breathing space and it gives us what a you know a, a two place improvement on last season. Um, but I would you know any anything above 21st is is you know double thumbs up really. Yeah. Stylistically, then what you know how do Reading set up? I mean that's a great question. Again, you could have <laughs> you could have the, the red in the turned up against Rotherham. I mean, formation-wise, it's it's fairly settled. So we tend to play, you know, five-three-two with the two up the top. It tends to be one and then one sort of with Shane Long forward facing and Tom Ince just dropping off him a little bit. Um, <clears throat> you know, last night because we were on the attack quite a lot of revered to so a three-five-two, if that makes sense. So there's there's a little bit of interchange with the wing backs. Um, you know. Junior Hoylet's been kind of filling in everywhere, um, so his, his versatility is is phenomenal. Has been phenomenal this season. Obviously chipped in with a with a goal last night. But if if we can get him up the pitch a little bit more, um, he he causes causes players problems. Um, you know, that there's been players that have filled in sort of two or three positions in in a game really because that's that's where we are. Um, so <clears throat> we're kind of fairly settled with that 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 five three two uh, formation. We just signed a guy called uh, Loom who's come in from Porto on loan, and he was he's been very very good since he came in. You know, last night it was it was exceptional really for for what was essentially his, his kind of second full game um, for us in the league. So we've got we've got some good individual players. Um, you know, obviously Tom Ince's his work rate is phenomenal. Needs to kind of chip in with a with a few more kind of um, <clears throat> or more consistently attacking returns. Um, you know, defence is is kind of the key really that's that's been unsettled. We brought in Hutchinson in the summer, but he's been injured um, since sort of pre season. We've got Dan obviously coming back from injury who hasn't featured for for a long long time. So uh, overall, we've got some good players, but it's just it's just that consistency that we're lacking. Um, stylistically, you know, that they are working a lot harder than they did last season, in my opinion. But whether or not we're going to be able to keep up that intensity, you know, uh, moving forward, I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's it's a difficult balance of of players like Shane Long, who's, what, 34, 35. Um, you know, you've got Jeff Hendrick on loan, who, who kind of has been fair to Midland since he's come in. It's, it's just about keeping them fit and, and, and getting them into the groove and, and getting them to play regularly, really. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see the same Reading on Saturday that we saw last night in terms of attack-minding and, and, and being a bit more pressing to teams and not giving them a minute. Um, so, you know, that's that's kind of the ideal. But then we can have a situation where defensively we have massive lapses like we did against Rotherham and, uh, and you know, collapse like a warm Easter egg, basically. So it becomes very, very difficult um, to, to judge where we actually are. Um, if we can string some results together, then I'll, I'll get back to you and give you a more comprehensive answer on that one, I guess. If you could pinpoint then one player, I know you mentioned a few there, Hoylet and Ince and, and, and Loom, who would be the star man, the, the player that Borough fans should look out for from a Reading perspective? I mean, at the moment, it, it, I would say it is Tom Ince. He's, he's been sort of a man reborn, really. He was he was with us uh, the latter part of, of last season on loan from, from Stoke. Um he got injured against Hull, sort of a really bad tackle that ended his season pretty early. But he he pro- he provided a bit more of an outlet, you know. He provided that kind of 
the, the energy that we were lacking maybe um we've also got lucas jow is coming back from injury i think he played eight nine minutes last night and scored in that time you know very very good finish um we've also got a, a lad called tyrese fauna who who again is is quite um you know is able to defend in midfield but also drive the ball forward as well so we've got we've got kind of danger men all over the pitch really um but for me at the moment you know it's, it's tom Ince because he, he's been consistently our highest rated player in terms of performances over the season for sure you mentioned there, Evan, uh, Dangerman in all areas of the pitch. Where, from a Redden perspective, do you think the game's going to be won and lost on Saturday? Uh, it's got to be the midfield again. You know, it, it, the, the defence is fairly makeshift at the moment. We've got two young guys, both called Tom, actually, who, who are at the back. Um, and we've got Andy Yeardom, who, um, you know, normally plays right back and, and right wing back, but he's had to shift into the to the middle of defence, really, or, or part of that three, rather, the right-hand side of the three. Um, so we've 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 got to stand up defensively. You know, you, you guys have been scoring goals. We know that there's going to be threat across your team in terms of of, of winning goals, and we've we've really got to. You know, if we can if we can really get a foothold in the game, the first 10, 15 minutes, and and kind of hang in there, really, because that's always been our or rather been our danger zone this season. It's it's really about the you know the three in midfield that we've got protecting the the, the back sort of three. Um, sort of centre backs that we've got and, and really getting a foothold in the game and you know not being afraid to put in the tackles trying to use the outlets a little bit more in terms of the wing backs and the and the kind of wingers that we've got but you know it's it's very very difficult in, in the championship to, to predict anything we, you know we saw some crazy results again last night and, and no one's really got into a groove you know up until last night Blackburn were, were 100% Great, but again, it's very difficult to to know how good they really are when they chucked in a performance like they did last night. So, you know, for us, it's 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 really about um, that protection in, in the defence and, and making sure that we get a foothold in midfield and 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 allow the you know the two outsider Hendrick to, to push forward a little bit more and support the attackers because very quickly with with Reading we can we can get isolated with Tom Ince and and Shane Long just up front on their own with 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 no real support. Okay then, let's look at let's look at predictions because everyone loves a prediction. You know, win, loss, draw, whatever. Curry and chips match abandoned. Who knows? Anything can happen <laughs> in a game of football on a Saturday. Um, I'll go. I'll give you a breather first, Ben. I'll go to you, Tom. What's going to be your prediction uh, for Saturday? Well, I'm going on Saturday. Um, and I, went, <laughs> I went. I went last oh, year. <laughs> I, I went last year as well, coincidentally on the same day as the Anthony Joshua fight, which is the same day this year as well. So I'm hoping it's absolutely not going to be a repeat of last year uh, and it would be the other way around. So I'm going to say my four and a half hour drive will be worth it uh, and, and a 1-0 win. Okay, 1-0 win. Dana, what are you going to go for? I think I'm going to go for 2-1, Bora. Um, and I think we have a decent... Before... Last season, I think we do have a decent record at the Bezisky, so um, maybe we could get back to that. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2-1. I still have Pete SD from Reading 3, Middlesbrough 2, uh, under Gareth Southgate in his first game. Um, and I think it was <laughs> Reading's first game in the Premier League, I think as well, if I remember correctly. Um, ben, what are you going to go for? I, I think there'll be goals in it. I think, you know, based on, as I said, with, with yeah. your results, <clears throat> I think you've scored, you've scored two in every league game so far this season. I don't know uh, how. From... I don't know how, but we, we're doing it. 
Yeah, West Brom was one all, wasn't it? I think so. You, I yeah. mean, look, you've got goals in you is is is, is what I think and what I know. So I, I'm I'm going to go from our point of view. We need to see progress, so we've, we've got to get points out of the game. Um, I'm going to go two all. Uh, stick my neck out. I think there'll be goals in it. I don't think we, you know, we, we won't have come across an, an attack. I know we obviously conceded four goals, all due respect to Rotherham, but, you know, in terms of the players you've got and the options you've got, you know, we, I don't see us keeping a clean sheet. Um, you know, the goalkeeper coming in is, is fairly raw to this division. You know, he's potentially a little bit uncertain. So I'm going to go to all. Okay, two all. Uh, so Tom one nil, Dana two one, Ben two two. I'm gonna go three nil, Borough. I just feel like we need we need a result. <laughs> we need a result, and I feel like Wilder's gonna go. You know what? We need a win. Just try and win, please. If we don't win, we don't win. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm gonna go for a, I'm gonna go for a bold one. Um, but Ben, thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. It was so insightful, and like to get really good. It was a really good picture of, of where Red and are at and where they're going this season. Uh, but for right now, uh, guys, thanks thank you very much for joining me. Well, this has been the Opposition Preview Show, where the Borough Breakdown podcast, and this was Ollie Borough Match Day Chatter in a pod. Up the Borough Breakdown. <laughs>